Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, we know the family doc situation in Alberta is pretty tight these days, right? We've we've done a lot of stories about that. Finding one can be a real struggle, and that causes issues all the way through the healthcare system. Yeah, it's a problem when you don't have a family doc, but it's a problem for everybody because that's meant to be sort of your first point of contact, right? You've got a health issue, you go see your family doc, and then we figure out what to do from there. But people who don't have family docs often end up in emergency departments and all the rest of that stuff. We know the pressure's there, so it's really important that we solve this problem. What if we change the way we think about it. We don't talk just about family docs, but we talk about primary care providers. We open it up a little bit. This is the idea that's sort of being pitched by the provincial government. Uh, more than pitched, they're, they're working on it, and they hope to see this happening you know, as early as next year. What they're talking about is a much larger role for nurse practitioners, saying the changes they've proposed will take some of the pressure off family docs, not all of it, and will provide more opportunities to find primary care for Albertans. So let's find out what it is they're proposing and how it would work. We're going to speak now with Susan Prendergast, who is the president of the Nurse Practitioner Association of Alberta. Susan, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Let's start, first of all, by defining what a nurse practitioner is. Like, what's the education involved? What is a nurse practitioner? How is it different from a registered nurse, for example? Well, we were registered nurses first, and uh, several years of bedside care, went back to school, did a master's degree, and um, achieved a license as a nurse practitioner. We can assess, diagnose, order and interpret tests, write prescriptions, and manage disease and, and wellness. So, I mean, that sounds pretty similar to a family doc or a GP. What's the difference? What can't a nurse practitioner do? Is there a gap there? Uh, in primary care, there's nothing that we can't do. Um, we have a very similar scope, um, a bit different approach, but similar scope. And in hospital, we also have nurse practitioners who work in acute care. So there's uh, certain things, obviously, that we can't do in, in acute care. But um, again, uh, similar similar positions in um, acute care as well in some areas. Okay, so uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense when you just look at this and say, hey, in the world of you know the walk-in clinic or a family doc, a lot of that load sounds to me could be covered by nurse practitioners not everything maybe but but a lot is is that how you see it it is um we're not cer- certainly not meant to be um infringing infringing on physician um patient panels that they already have it's a, ma- a matter of trying to address the care needs of those who are unattached so people who do not have a primary care provider now will be able to access a nurse practitioner Gotcha. Okay. That, that makes sense. Like you're not out there trying to poach patients. We know there's no, a lot no. of patients that don't have a primary care physician. That's right. Exactly. And it's been rolled out across the country already. Um, nurse practitioners work independently um, amongst team members already in, in the province. It's just a matter of now allowing other areas of the province, um, other people to access us in, in an unfettered way and for us to be directly paid through the public system rather than having to charge fees. Gotcha. Okay. So this proposal from the government, help me to make sense of it. It allows nurse practitioners to set up their own operations. They can set up their own clinics, but it is a different funding model from doctors, right? It's not a fee for service. Exactly what's the proposal? 
Um, it's it's uh, we've actually um, already you know firmed up the details. So it's a salary based uh, approach. So okay. a nurse practitioner will hold a certain number of patients and be paid um, a salary to care for those patients. They will be accessible, um, you know, daytime, uh, after hours, and weekends. So the, the availability will be a little bit broader, and um, and hopefully keep people out of emergency departments and hospital. Uh, when we talk about a salary, do we know what that salary is going to be? That has not been released okay. at this time, no. Because uh, I, uh, do, where would you, where would you even set that? Uh, what, what would the ask be? Well, our our ask is um, to be paid uh, for our expertise and our education, and uh, you know. Same same work, same pay. Um, there's been a lot of talk about that in the media already. Yeah, there so has. I'll leave it at that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, we'll wait and see exactly where, where that number falls. What about operating costs? Because when you talk to GPs, that, that's one mm-hmm. of their big concerns. Okay, we'll set up a clinic and we'll, we'll do our fee-for-service, but we spend you know 25 30% of our time running a business that we don't get paid for. So that's, that's going right. to be something that nurse practitioners run into too. Or is there um, something in place to help you out with that in the proposed... We've built that in. Um, there'll be an operating cost coming to support the NPs. Um, and if they choose to stay in a primary care network or work alongside a group of physicians or NPs, uh, join another practice, then that operating cost will go to running that clinic. Um, it's just a way for us to ensure that, that nurse practitioners aren't um, being burdened to open up practices in rural areas or areas where there aren't con- currently providers. Um, and I imagine that the physicians will be asking for that in their new um, contract as well. What's the timeline here? Like as early as next year, I've heard the, the province saying they want to see early next year, like within a few months, right. they would like to see some of these clinics set up. So so where are you and what what's the process in terms of making that happen that quickly? Mm-hmm. We have lots of NPs that are already um, set up. It's a matter of just getting the funding um, infrastructure set up, which shouldn't take very long. And our commitment is to get these clinics started to be open in, in the new year. So January, February. Wow. And mm-hmm. where? Right across the province? Is that the goal? That is the goal. Okay. And we've we've committed to opening um, many, many clinics um, across the province. So it'll just be a matter of which ones can be accessible sooner and get those running and then work on the, the harder to serve areas. What would the patient experience be like? Would it be just like going to see a GP? Would it be, you know, you're going to go and see the nurse practitioner instead of the doctor? Would it be almost the same experience for the patient? I think patients um, say different things. Some people say they, they wouldn't know the difference. Um, other folks would say, uh, and the literature supports that, that that we have a bit of a different approach. So um, the nice thing about our funding model is that it gives the flexibility of the nurse practitioner to spend the amount of time that's needed with each patient. It's not gauged by the, the, the billing requirements. Um, so, you know, we don't have to see 60 patients a day. We can see 20 if that's, if, if that's all that's going to fit. Um, and that's the nice part. So it does give us a little bit more flexibility in addressing multiple problems at one visit. Um, as you know, I'm sure, I'm just wondering if you have a response. The Alberta Medical Association saying that they have some concerns. They, they love nurse practitioners. They think they're wonderful. They do a fabulous job. But they say, hey, listen, if you're going to go see the doctor, you should see a doctor. Sometimes the medical advice needs to come from a physician. I mean, I can sort of see their point. Or are they just being territorial? I mean, what's your response to that? 
Uh, I can't really say how, you know, where they're, they're coming from there. Um, we've worked alongside them for decades. Um, this isn't anything new in the pro, in the country, and it certainly isn't anything new in this province. We carry patients as it is, um, and care for patients as it is. There's nothing different. And, um, so I, I really am not sure where this, you know, where their comments are coming from, but, um, that's fine. We're, we're, we're moving ahead with it. We need, um, to address the, the huge gaps that are in place. Over 600 of a primary care we need to address it. Well, you, there's no question. You're absolutely right. How many do you think we might see? Like, how many, as early as January, February, like, how many of these clinics do you think we might see in place by the end of next year, say? Uh, the end of next year, I'm hoping that we'll have 100. Wow. Um, okay. We had planned to open um, up to 300 clinics and maybe more, maybe less, depends on the needs in the communities. Um, and the availability of NPs, obviously. Um, we don't want to be poaching NPs from acute care. Um, certainly, we are hoping that NPs will return to Alberta that have left because there was no positions for them here. Um, so our hope is, you know, two to 300 in the next three years. Wow. And each one, the panel is supposed to be about 900 patients. Nine so. to a, 900 to 1,000, yeah. Wow. So that's a, that's a remarkable increase in the available spots for people looking for primary care. We can't address all the all the concerns, but certainly can help out. No question. Um, wow. Okay, uh, Susan. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you being here today.